I hate my life, I hate my life, I hate my life, I hate my life. Do 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 I hate my life. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Eating Alone in My Car show with your host. So sad today. I fucking love Christmas music. I just like as a Jew, I it it fills me with a sense of sort of, you know, I love longing for what I cannot have because it's potentiality, right? And like, God forbid you like live in the moment or like, I don't know, just love what you have. Growing up, you know, I just like, there were visions of just like the J. Crew girls, you know, like you you go to bed Christmas night and like you awaken on Christmas morning and like the shit's fucking good and like, you know, like, I don't know, your, your mother loves you, you know, like that, that sort of a thing, like, fuck Santa, I don't need Santa, but like, you know, your mother's like nurturing, and like, when you, you know, if you have a, if you have a flu, she, um, you know, she makes you tea with honey, she's not like, honey's too fattening, you know, just like that, that Christmas spirit, the Christmas spirit, you know, the Christmas spirit of, um, I don't know, maternal love, or whatever, I don't, you know, I don't know, Um, I love a Christmas song. To me, it was always just so intoxicating. I'm trying to think, like, if I had to do my top ten, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to rank. Like, why do we need to rank? You know, I've I've railed before on the shod um, about... By the way, I think I might be going deaf um, because multiple people have told me that I no longer modulate my voice when I talk. Um, and maybe it's because I'm yelling and I'm so used to recording the shod now and I feel like I do a lot of yelling. Um, but, um, but anyway, so that's just in other news, um, in other news, I'm, I might be going deaf, but, um, or something's going on where I can't modulate my voice. Um, but I, and, in, and I'm wondering if the cause could be related to the fact that I Q-tip my ears every night. Um, because to me it's, wouldn't say better than sex, but, uh, definitely along those lines, fucking any orifice I have, I love sticking something in it. And like, I find the ears to just be, um, it's a feeling of, I remember in childhood when my mother would Q-tip my ears and I always, I was like, just go deeper, like go deeper. Like I want, I just wanted that depth. And now that I'm an adult, I get to go as deep as I want, you know? Like, me and the Q-tip, I'm just like, fuck me harder, Q-tip. Um, you know, like, I want it. I want it. And and um, I, I'm not good at parenting myself in, in, in terms of Q-tips because I just go as hard and as long as I want. And I, I kind of been, I've been going every day now. Like, I just, I want in. So, you know, the, um, the price to pay is that now I speak loudly um, in public, etc., Anyway, so, um, but that could also just be because I come from, like, a long line of yentas, you know? Like, maybe modulation just isn't in my DNA. I don't know. But I think I've been doing a lot of yelling now, and I think it might be a Q-tip-related situation. But but back to the Christmas music. So, you know, I was going to rank my faves. I was going to rank my faves, but... Um, 
lately, you know, I, 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 I was talking on the shot a couple, a couple of months ago or weeks ago about how I hate that, like on Goodreads giving books stars. Cause it's like, I'll be on the third page of a book and I'm already worried about what, right. Like what rating I'm going to give it. Um, and just how everything is so in this reviews drawn age, how everything is so quantifiable, you know, or we have, or we're forced to like make it quantifiable and also how everything is so, um, public, right? Like my, my, my thing with Spotify, like I, I love Spotify, but I don't do the public listening because I just, I don't want to have to like watch myself being watched listening to music, you know, like, so that's, so I'll do my playlists and those are public. Um, I think my Spotify name is like Atomic Yenta. If anyone's still on Spotify, I don't know. I think everyone uses, I think I'm the last holdout on Spotify, but, um, but I think everyone's like on, on Apple music, but I like playlists and I'll curate them and I'll make them public. And I like get excited when someone follows them. Um, you know, even though in reality, it's like, no one really like I, I you know why should someone be basing their music tastes on me like I I don't know who, I don't know why I like it's like I want to be that person who you know like like is cool like has like makes a cool play like I want to make a cool playlist and I want people to be like that's cool she's cool she has good taste but I just don't know that like I'm really in the end the person to go to but I like that but like on Spotify I have to keep like what I'm listening to in the in that moment mute because I just or whatever like not public because I just like I just don't want to it's like Big Brother is watching me listen to like a secret jam band you know what I'm saying like I just I can't have that level of surveillance um but so so I'm not gonna rank the Christmas the Christmas songs I'm not gonna rank the oh and also we have to go over what I'm eating, which is, by the way, hot Totino's pizza. You know, there's a lot going on right now. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season and shit gets crazy. I'm actually not doing anything for the holidays, but between these hot Totino's pizza rolls that I have just microwaved, um, six of them, the plain cheese, not the not the pepperoni or the sausage, 210 calories for six of them, which to me is not bad, you know? Um, they're hot they're delicious. I think I probably sh- I, never has anything been microwavable that I've actually put it in the oven. You know, like I never, if something is microwavable, like I never have the patience to just like wait and put it in the oven, but I should have, I should have toasted these, but, um, I, I microwaved the Totinos on, uh, three paper towels, which is the Broder, uh, equivalent of a plate. Um, and now they are sort of sticking to the paper towel. They're not that greasy. A little blob of cheese is stuck to one. So anyway, I microwaved them. I ran out of the house. Um, and now I've got them uh, astride. Uh, they are riding shoddy. Got them right here. Um, and they are, they're, they're fucking a Totino's pizza roll. I mean, it's good shit. You know, like I just, I was inspired. I was at Target. Um, and I, I was thinking the other day, what am I going to do for the shod? Um, what do I want? What, what do I want in my life? And I realized I have like a, I had a Totino's pizza roll shaped hole in my life. Um, they're a little hard to eat behind the wheel because a little bit of the sauce kind of splooges out. Um, but so I'm, and, but they're not crunchy, so they're not going to like interrupt, um, the sort of continuity of the, of the episode, but, um, but anyway, so Totino's pizza rolls, 
Um, but yeah, so I want to just talk a little bit, uh, just for a moment about, um, my fave, my fave Christmas songs while I've got the Totinos here. Um, so I really love, um, I'm trying to, okay. Like, so I love We Three Kings. I think We Three Kings, like, We Three Kings used to, like, kind of, I had a really waspy friend growing up. I had a, I knew a lot of, like, really waspy girls, because the area where I grew up was a lot of, like, old wa- old money wasps and then, like, Jews. You know, like, it was very, like, it was very, um, sort of, like, th- there were a lot of places where they had just started letting, like, Jewish people in, like, you know, very recently. Like, the place where I used to ice skate. I've told you about that. Where I used to ice skate. And, like, I'd be like, Mom, why aren't we going to go to the spaghetti dinner? And she's like, because. Like, you know, like, they just, they didn't really want us to be at the spaghetti dinner. You know? Like, it was it was a little, it was just a touch school ties-ish. You know? I'm not saying it was, like, you know, 1930s Germany. But it was just, it, it, it still had a little bit of school ties-ness to it. Um, you know? And so, I skated there. But, I don't know. It was like, it was what it was. But so, so my, my Christmas lust, I grew up with a lot of Christmas lust and I had one waspy friend who like knew how much I, lo- I fucking loved Christmas. So she like made me a mixtape of Christmas music. Um, and I remember when we got, when I got to We Three Kings, like it almost made me weep. It was like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir or something doing We Three Kings. And I just thought it was so beautiful. Like I was like, this is just a beautiful song. So I really liked that song. I do, I do like the Mariah Carey, um, the one that's, I forget, you know, you know, like the big one, the one they always play at like Forever 21, May It Rest In Peace. Like, I love that Mariah Carey one, um, All I Want For Christmas Is You. That's a good, All I Want For Christmas Is Jews. Um, I like, um, I really like, um, I like Angels We Have Heard On High, you know, when it's like the Gloria one, that one's really pretty. Um, I'm not really going into, you know, there's a lot of like versions I like. Maybe next week I'll do like a full, cause I didn't really prepare. I like rocking around the Christmas tree cause it reminds me of Home Alone. Great. Fine film. Fine feature film. Love, love Home Alone. Um, but you know, there's like, maybe next week I'll break it down into like my fave sort of like, not only my fave songs, but my fave like who like like versions you know like who does what like a Bing Crosby like I don't really like Bing Crosby but you know like if it's like a Jackson 5 thing or if it's I I mean I I love anything Ella Fitzgerald um but yeah like maybe maybe next week that's something to look forward to because I know Christmas music is just it's a very um esoteric you know I feel like I it's really something I can bring to the table is like my hot takes on Christmas music. Like, I feel like that's really something that is missing, uh, in, in contemporary society. You know, there's not, it's not what it was. There's a war on Christmas. I've heard there is a war on Christmas. Um, you know, and, and it's hard to, it's hard to really, people aren't talking about Christmas music so much anymore. And I feel that's something that I can really bring to the audience. So anyway, um, Totino's Pizza Rolls, Christmas music. Um, I, I was in a I, I was in a Botoxing accident. Um, that is the tr- that is the the tragedy this week. Having difficulty. I was in a Botoxing accident. Um, I've been getting Botox for years, as I discussed in the So Sad Today book. 
Um, it's fine. You know, injecting, um, toxin into my head. It's fine. I don't, you know, it it just, it is what it is. And, um, I have never had like a problem. Well, I have had a couple problems. I mean, namely that I, um, get really bad headaches all the time. Um, and sometimes it feels like I have a plate, I'm wearing a plate on my head. Um, and sometimes it makes me feel nauseous and, um, I think it might be what's making my eyelids a little saggy, you know, like, yes, there are problems, you know, there are, there, it might kill me, it might cause brain cancer, but like, other than that, other than just like, you know, cause of death, like it hasn't, it's been fine, you know, it's been really great. And so, um, but I've never had any issues. So my Botox lady, shout out Marissa, fucking love her. Um, so she had the nerve to get pregnant again and she had to go on bed rest for her pregnancy. So I went to somebody else at the place that I go to, which is this really nice, I'm not going to say the name just because I'm about to complain about it. And as you know, I don't like doing bad reviews. Um, so I'm not going to say like where I go, um, whatever. But anyway, so, um, and they had someone else do it and like, I felt like she was very talkative. Like I just... Like, when, I have, when I'm having, like, stuff stabbed into my head, like, what I love about Marissa is she's very, like, I feel like I'm being mommied. Like, she's very gentle and, like, nurturing and, like, speaks in, like, the soft voice of, like, the mother I would have wanted. Like, even someone, like, jamming needles into my head, like, to me, feels, if done in a soft, gentle way even though that's basically like the needles are declaring like, you know, you're not enough for this world as you are. And like, you know, nature and time like are not to be trusted. And like, you know, you like are disgusting and you need to like jam needles into your head to like fix that. Like that to me feels like a really like a nice mothering. If done in a gentle way, if done in a kindly, soft, asthma way, feels really like it feels like a mother you know it's like come home to mommy and she will like put needles in your head and like make you like not too disgusting for this world you know oh my god there's this really cute person walking right the botoxing accident so uh, you know superficially trying to amend myself to feel that I am enough for this world um and it feels like a maternal nurturing thing to jam the needles in my head when it's done in a gentle way well so the woman I had the other day she was not being wasn't that she wasn't being gentle and I but she was just it was a lot of talking and like I just you guys know how I feel about small talk like I just I kind of just like can't like I just you know what I'm saying like I just it, it, it's like, I don't know. I just can't. Like, I, I, don't, I just don't want to be involved. Like, let's just sit quietly and, like, quietly, like, inject, like, the, the poison into my forehead. And, like, let me enjoy, the like, the approach of, of, of death. You know? Like, let me enjoy it. Like, let me enjoy. So, but anyway, so she was talking a lot. So, the next day, like, whatever, you know, I had my, like, headache and nausea, but it was fine. The next day, this was like Tuesday, um, today's Sunday. The next day, I, so basically I have a like big bump, which is only getting bigger on my forehead. Like it looks like when Scotty Pippen got like a hit, I don't know, he had like some kind of basketball accident and like he was just like playing and he had like this huge like marble shape, like a marbly egg on his head. 
Like it was just like that. Like I look, I am the Scotty Pippen of Botox right now. Um, and I'm just sort of roaming around. I think, I don't know. I think it might be going down, but so I went that. So usually this is the kind of thing I'll like totally panic over. And I immediately will extrapolate and imagine that it's eternal, you know, like I'll imagine that it's forever. Um, but I just, I like, and I'm doing that, but I'm also trying to rein it in. So I like went back to the, so I like called them and I was like, hi, I have this bump that like, uh, it's not going away. Like I, I've never had this before. What's going on? So they were like, well, why don't you just come in? We're sure it's fine. It's probably a hematoma, which I guess a hematoma is like a bruise. So they're saying it's basically like blood coagulating under the surface, which like isn't great. But as long as it, as long as I look okay, it's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like it, like as long, like I don't care about like the, and also this doesn't, if this is going to kill me, this is not a quick and painless death. Like you all know what my wish is. You all know what I, I want quick and painless. Quick and, this is not quick and painless. This is, I mean, it's not painful, but it's, it's psychologically painful because I have to walk around now. I'm like a marble head. Like I look like, you know, like have you ever seen those shows about like world's like wildest body modifications? And there are the people who get like sort of implants put in their forehead to make them look like a dinosaur, like a, like a triceratops. You know, oh, I forgot. Oh my God. I forgot about my pizza rolls. I still have three left. They're probably kind of getting kind of cold, but no, no, it's still warm. Oh my God. I think honestly life, one, one nice thing about life is that when you forget you are riding with Totino's pizza rolls and then you remember, I mean, that's a fucking, that's just, I mean, that's, that's, that's really what, what I live for. But, um, anyway, but in, in this brief life, but so, which feels really long, you know, it's a brief life that feels really long. But so, so I, I look like a stegosaurus or whatever the one is, triceratops, the one with, yeah. So I look like one of those body mod people. So anyway, so I went in and they were like, oh, we think it's a hematoma. This happens occasionally. Like if you hit a blood vessel. I'm like, well, it's never happened to me, um, in all my years of Botoxing. Um, but that was that, by the way, that was just like peak fucking, I was like in all my years of Botoxing, this has never happened to me, but it hasn't, it hasn't. Um, but I'm, I'm like not really panicking. Like I'm kind of, I'm sort of suspended between panicking that it's going to be forever slash just trying to just being like, fuck it. You know, like, I feel like in a way it's like my anxiety wants to be like, this is going to be forever. But in like all the work that I've done on my anxiety over the past couple years, like now the depression can just really come through and just be like, it doesn't fucking matter. You know, it's like, there's benefits, right? There's benefits to like, like I've definitely seen improvements on my anxiety through the amount of meditation I've been doing. But so now like the depression can just really shine, you know, it can really shine. And like when I'm not making up like, or, or finding like sort of reasons to get like wound up about being alive, the sort of what does it matterness of it all can really like, can, it can just really, it, it really can just kind of show through and, and raise its head. So I'm sort of dabbling between like an old habit of being like, oh my God, I'm going to have this for the rest of my life. Like I'm so fucked and sort of a, a 
and sort of like a calmness, which I wouldn't really call calmness, but more of a just like who the fuck, who gives a shit, everything's already over, like you're doomed anyway, who cares kind of a thing. Like there's not, I, I wouldn't say though that I, that I've, I'm really achieving like a middle ground, you know, like I don't, I don't, the middle ground isn't really, um, that's like not really happening, but whatever, you know, it's fine. I mean, what's the middle ground, you know, it, it, what, it, where is the middle ground, I guess the middle, well, the middle ground, anyway, I don't know, but so I went, I went to the, I went back, uh, yesterday, because I was like, um, and they were like, well, you know, we think it's like just a hematoma, this, just a hematoma, this happens, I was like, all right, but they were kind of, I felt a little gaslit, because they were, they were sort of, like, I was like, so, so they were like, you know, it should be gone like in a couple of days or like, okay. I was like, okay, so if it's not gone in a week, should I come back? And they're like, well, if it's not gone a week, it's probably has nothing to do with the Botox and it's probably like a pre-existing condition or something. And you should go see a dermatologist. I'm like, how is it a pre-existing condition when like you put a needle in my head and then like the next day there's a bump and then the bump is getting bigger. Like, I, I don't know how that's pre- but I, you know, but I, but the, the woman who was telling me this was like so pretty and perfect. And when I went in, I was feeling like really disgusting. I mean, I, I, you know, as I, as I was the, when I had gone to get the Botox, but, um, but, but when I went in to check on it, like I was feeling disgusting. So I felt like as a disgusting person, like I didn't have a right to sort of like ask this like pretty, like beautiful sort of, um, per, like perfect young, like everything perfect. Like I didn't, I, I felt I didn't have a right, you know, cause not only now am I like disgusting, but I also have like a marble. So I don't know, I guess I'm just hoping it goes away, um, in part. So I don't have like a, uh, so I don't have a marble on my head forever, but also in part so that, um, I don't have to like go like, so I don't have to, like, am I gonna have to write like a fucking like mean Yelp review, you know, cause sometimes it feels like that's the only power you have. Um, I don't like to do that. I really don't like to do that. I think I've done it like twice in my life. One time when this woman at a raw foods restaurant was like really mean (laughs) and I was like, fuck your raw foods restaurant, like fuck raw foods. Like, but that, that review was more just about like raw food in general and why, and that like, you know, chopped up zucchini, like is not spaghetti. Can we just all be honest for five seconds? Like, can we just take a moment? It was more about that. It was more about, like, the philosophy of raw food. Um, and I don't remember what the other mean review I wrote was. But in general, I try. I prefer not to do that. Because also, you know, like, whenever someone gives a one-star Yelp review, like, you know it's more about them than the place, usually. I don't know. Maybe it is about the place. And, I, and I've always just been victim-blaming the Yelp reviewers. Because I was like, eh, like, you, you sound, like, way over the top. Um, oh yeah, the other bad review I think was we had a management company from an apartment building. I lived in New York and they like stole all our money. So I wrote a bad review about that. But I think that's good because it's like cautionary. It's like, mm, you might not want to go with these people because they're going to just like steal your money. So that, that's fine. Right. But anyway, so yeah, so the marble, so I don't know. I really just hope it goes away so I don't have to like go back and like, you know, be like, you know. So I don't have to like assert myself. So I don't have to like be confrontational and be like, um, so this situation is happening. Anyway, so that's all that stuff. Um, I've got two more pizza rolls here. I'm eating these pretty slowly. Usually I'm like kind of a fast eater. Like I just like jam 
everything in my mouth to just like kind of, I don't know, but, but I'm eating these pretty slow. Um, I went, I did, I don't know if some of you saw who followed my Twitter. I did a live version of the shod, uh, the other day in San Francisco, which was so cool. I mean, I, I actually don't know if I did a good job because I sort of, it was like I improvised because that's what the shod's about. But what was cool about it was that, um, I ate tuna, tuna salad in public, you know, like I really wanted to just try to bear my soul as much as possible. And to me, like, you know, to try to really like erase the boundaries between humans, like really just do like a Walt Whitman, like, oh, Camarado, like I am reaching within myself and that that soul is reaching to you in the audience. You know, like I wanted to connect and I felt like, well, what will break down more barriers than a public eating of tuna salad? You know, like tuna salad, the great fucking equalizer, like When you talk about humility, you know, and like humility as being something desirable that like maybe we want, you know, like humility is something really almost delicious and a relief because humility, it's like human, right? Like my biggest struggle ever to be human, still struggling, still railing against it, still injecting toxins into my head to try to not be human. You know, like, being human, greatest struggle of my life. Um, When I think of the, but but when I I sort of think of the humanity component of humility and be like, oh, wait, no, like, you don't have to struggle so much. Like, actually, like, being human, like, wait, you're just, like, one of many. You're just one of many. That is so nice. Like, I forget it every day. Every day I forget that, like, I, I ju- like I am one of many and I don't have to make myself fucking special and I don't have to, like, strive and I can just be, you know, because I want to be a special snowflake, but not just want to be. I feel like I have to be, you know, like I got to carve my shit out. Like I got to not age. Like I got to achieve shit. Um, there's a motorcycle behind me if you hear that. But then, like, when I remember humility, it's like, oh, right. Like, wait, I don't have to do any of that. There's nothing left to prove. Like, I'm just a human. I'm just a human among human. It's fine. It's all, it's kind of, I guess I I run from it, too, because maybe there's a little bit of depression in it, right? It's like, wait, it's already over. But it's, it's less of an it's all already over feeling and more of a just, like, the spirituality of equality, right? Like, I'm not less than, so I don't have to try to be more than, right? Like, I'm starting from a place of equality, you know? I'm not starting from a place of less than. I'm starting from a place of equality, so I don't have to try to be more than, which I forget all the time, right? I forget, like, every moment of my life. But so, with humility, that's how I, I see humility as sort of not as being less than, but it's like an equality, Um and, and, you know, so I was like, well, what is more, I mean, yes, I am on a stage. I was on a stage. So like, you know, there was definitely obviously ego completely involved. And, um, you know, clearly I was hoping people would come and watch because I was like, God forbid, no one comes, you know, I'll feel like a loser. Like, yes. Was it complete, you know, was it a complete like person among the people? Like, absolutely not. Like I, you know, there was still terror of, of judgment and not being enough and whatever, but 
I was like, maybe via the tuna, maybe via the tuna, like I can sort of like Jimmy this, I can get some more equality, you know, like I can, I can, I can't, I, I wanted to expose, you know, I wanted to be naked. You know, it's like when a, a performance artist, those performance artists who like, I don't know, what do they do? They like get naked and like roll around in pain. And then I don't know what they do. But me eating tuna publicly is my version of being naked. Um, and it was cool. I do prefer to do eating alone in my car, um, alone in my car. Um, but one thing that was so cool was the event. It was such a, the people around the event were really cool. And they made a giant air freshener. So we like hung a giant air freshener and they provided like snacks for people. Like there were like Doritos. They, they picked the great snacks. I sent them a list of shit that I've eaten on the shot and they did such a good job. It was like, they did, I think Doritos, Junior Mints, Skittles, Hot Tamales, Mike and Ike's. Like it was just like, one, it, you know, that it was really like the good shit. They really provided the good shit. So that was cool. Um, but, you know, like I said, I do prefer to do eating alone in my car, alone in my car. Um, but, um, but it was, it was lovely. But when I was flying home, I was in the San Francisco airport, um, and my flight got delayed for three hours. So I was just like, all right. And I, I thought, well, maybe like, should I rent a car and just drive back? But I was like, no, no, it's fine. It's only three hours. Well, like five minutes before the flight was, um, you know, like supposed to board, it got canceled. And then it was another five hours to like get on another flight. So I was in the S I'm very familiar with the San Francisco airport now. I know it very well, um, know it well. And, um, you know, it's fine. Not my favorite airport. Um, there's a little too, it's a little too organic, you know, like there's just a little too much like like peer pressure to be like kombucha-ing, you know, like I just, I don't know. Like, I mean, they, you know, they had like, they had shitty foods, but they even, they even had like, um, what did they have? They had like all natural, like an organic, all natural Doritos. Like it was like a Doritos brand, but like an all natural. I was like, get the fuck out of, get the fuck out of here with the all natural Doritos. I don't know. But so I, I went, they had a, they had a yoga room, um, which was funny. And I really wanted to take a nap. So the yoga room said no sleeping, but I was like, ah, uh, obviously I'm going to be sleeping. I'm going to be like, I have like five more hours. So I, I went into the yoga room, um, and laid down on my coat, um, and, and my bag as a pillow. And I took like a decent nap. And when I awoke, um, there was a guy in there practicing yoga next to me. Um, and it was dark and I was like, this is so fucking weird. Um, and he had like a really hot silhouette and it just like reminded me of like how bad my like sort of first ideas are, right? Like when I, okay. So when I used to be like stuck in an airport or even when I wasn't just like when I would travel, when I was still like an active alcoholic, like I always traveled in a blackout. And then there've been times where like, when I was like deep in binge eating where I would just like eat till like just buy so much binge food at the airport and eat till I was sick, you know, like it was anything to just like get out 
like to just like not be present and not be there. So I wake up in the, and there's this guy doing yoga and like he was annoying. Like he was putting it, he was like rolling his foot on some like little rubber ball too. And I was like, what is like, like, are you, what are you trying to, like, are you trying to be present? Like, I don't understand what that is, but, um, I don't know. I found the ball annoying, but anyway, but I was like, he's so like, he kind of looks hot, his silhouette. And I was like, what? And my first thought was like, what would happen if I just was like, hi, so do you like, do you like women? You know, like basically like kind of like said like, Hey, like, do you, you know, like, would you want to like, want to fuck basically? I mean, I didn't say that. I didn't do that. I didn't do anything like that. I just like, you know, left basically. But I was like, I can't be like here. And then like when he started doing the rubber ball, I was like, no, I I would not want to fuck this, this foot, football roll, foot rubber ball roller. But but it's just, like, my first instinct is still just, like, so, like, like, I just, I just, like, want to get out, you know? Like, I'm just, like, anything to get out of myself. I'm like, oh, like, well, this is something to do for the next, like, three hours. Like, maybe I could just, like, maybe this person would, like, be interested in, like, having sex in the yoga room, you know? And then I was like, do not ask this person if he, like, this random-ass fucking person, if he, like, you know like, likes women, or if he, like, like, you know, wants to, like, if, if he's single, or whatever, I don't even know what I would say, like, how do you even, I mean, I didn't, because I didn't initiate, but, like, how do you even initiate that, you know, like, it's just, like, hey, so, I see you're practicing yoga, I've just been napping in here, like, what, what would I even say, so I just, like, got my shit together, and, and, and left, but, um, but it is weird to wake up in a public place and have like someone doing yoga next to you and you're like, where the fuck am I? And then you're like, oh, this person's kind of hot. And then you're like, oh, I like, I could, you know, that, that could be kind of fun to like hook up with them. But then like being, just realizing like you're a fucking idiot and that like, what, like, what are you thinking? Um, I mean, I know what I'm thinking, you know, I was like, cause the fantasy was like, okay, we would hook up. Like we would, we would hook up and then he would leave, either I would leave first or he would leave. And I, I didn't want to know, I wouldn't want to know anything about him. Right. Like it would just be like, like I had this friend once who did this art project where she like hooked up with a different person every night for like 30 days and it had to be a different person every night. And then they could like never speak again. And I was like, Oh my God, that sounds so amazing. Um, I, I do think my pussy would probably be tired after like I don't know, like night five, like in five nights of sex, like I, I would definitely need a break after that. But, um, but you know, like my, the vision, I was like, wow, like that'd be so like romantic to just like we hook up. And of course, like in the fantasy, it's like really good and nice. And he's like really attentive. It's not just like, Ugh. and then like we hook up and then like, you know, I kind of only ever see him in silhouette, but I, but I, I like the way he like feels and smells and looks in silhouette and I don't know his name. We don't know anything about each other. And we have this, like, dance, right? This, like, sort of dance of sex. And then, like, we just... And then he leaves. And 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 when I go out into the airport, I don't know what he looks like. I don't know who he is. And we never see each other again. Like, that... I was like, that to me... I was like, that would be so cool. Now, how do I make this happen? And I was like, mm, there's no way to make... Th- I mean, maybe, but probably not. Like, I guess the only way to make that happen would maybe to be, like, go on an app... I'd be like, okay, I want to meet up. I don't want to know, like, anything about you. And then, like, you really have to not Google, you know? And then, like, go 
and then like go off the app I don't really know it's hard to make things like that happen you know because like I guess you could go to like a sex party but like I just feel like the few kind of like things like that that I've been to like anytime I go to a place where it's like a like I haven't been to that many things like that and it was years ago but like anything that I've been to like I never went to like a hug party that sounds very intimate but like I've definitely been to like um you know like sex clubs and stuff and it's like it's usually like like I don't know like like usually like people who are like woo sex positive it's like you don't really want to have sex with them you know like it's just kind of like mm, like you're making me feel sex negative like I don't know I sometimes I've 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 found that to be true I mean I remember what like what even sex parties have I been to I don't know. I've definitely been. There was a club in San Francisco, actually, when I lived there when I was much younger. I used to go to. And it was, like, fine. I don't know. I also, like, public sex is really not my thing because it's hard for me to focus. Like, this, I guess what I want is just, I guess really what I want is just to masturbate to my fantasies. You know? Like, in the end, that's really, not even, not in public. Just, like, to, like, have my fantasy and just, like, be... You know, because, like, what that is, what that desire for is really, like, please don't step on my fantasy. Like, can we have, like, I want this to be exactly as, like, I imagine. Um, and, like, just a certain level of intimacy, but not, like, all level of intimacy. You know, it's, like, a very curated thing. And, like, we can't curate another person. Like, because they're another living, breathing person. Um, but anyway, so that was sort of, and and then my plane finally like came and, and I went home and, um, you know, that was that. And then, um, and I realized the egg on my head was getting, the bump on my head was getting bigger and, and that has led me to, uh, be here with my Totino's rolls and, um, telling you this story. So in any event, on that note, um, wishing you, I don't know, like, a, a if, you know, wishing that all your fantasies come true, I guess, in a consensual way, you know, as long as they're not, like, a hurtful fantasy or whatever, um, I don't know, but, like, do they ever, and then if they do, like, is it ever really, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm wishing that none of your fantasies come true, and you get to keep them protected, and, and get to dwell in them, um, this week and that you can have them undisturbed, unmarred, and I'll see you on the flip side. That's all. Bye-bye.